We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A very emotional press conference. You heard the story at the top of the hour news with uh, Taylor Rivera. Five families who are still waiting for information about their loved ones that were killed by police are suing to get that information from the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. These families, they claim that the BCA broke Minnesota's data practices law by not providing them information from completed use-of-force investigations within 10 days of their requests. Uh, Some families said that they have waited months for the BCA to respond to their request. One family has waited for nearly three years. The maximum time allowed to pass before Minnesota statute of limitations presents people from filing wrongful death lawsuits. Now, the BCA uh, representatives did not respond to requests for comment uh, from the media today. But when I look at this situation and the story, I support this action um, and, I, and I say I support this, and this is not um, an anti-law enforcement take or anything against um, necessarily um, the BCA in terms of what they do for a job, but just in terms of, like, dealing with this specific situation of getting the information to these families. If you've lost a loved one, okay, regardless of what it was that transpired that led to their life, being lost, whether it was because their loved one did something that put themselves in a position to where um, what was a very unfortunate situation where the the police had to take their life or do something that put them in a position for their lives to be lost, or if law enforcement was egregious and did something that they should not do, the bottom line is these families deserve – to get that information. I, I, I don't think that there, at least in my opinion, there, there's no excuse for these families to not get some closure and get that information. They should be afforded that. They should get that. You would think that that's the least that they should. A, a family should not be waiting three years to get information about what happened to their loved one. That I, I just... To me, that's unacceptable. That should not be the case. And they shouldn't have to go through a, this situation where they have to come up with a lawsuit. Well, you, you want closure. Like, as a family, I would think that you would want closure on this. And the longer that you go, and if you have a legal right to something and you're not being provided that, then 
there's to me there's a red flag. Why am I not getting access to this information? Well, it comes across like you're hiding. Something. Yeah, like I'm legally I am legally allowed to have this information. Like if you lose a loved one, that is a traumatic experience, and you want closure as much as you can get it in a timely fashion. You don't want this to be hanging out there, and it's just unfortunate that this had to be litigated instead of just handled in a more appropriate manner. I, I just don't um I, I don't I, I just don't what's the explanation for I, it's gonna be interesting to see with the BCA where they finally do come back and say something. What is going to be their comments? What, what will be the statement that they give? Because I, I really I find it hard to kind of accept this uh for the families. I, I mean the, the, things always you know there's always paperwork and things like that so not I, three years no that, that, that's, no that's right yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. saying like yeah but and, and and the data practices law says provide them information within 10 days of the request yeah 10 days can get pushed to a couple of weeks to three weeks but you know when you're talking years that even if it's not intentional it looks really bad. Like you it's said, just, like it's, it's a bad look. Like like you're trying to hide something and prevent some sort of information from getting into the hands of the family. The families are represented by the litigation unit of Communities United Against Police Brutality, a volunteer organization launched two decades ago to address police brutality in Minnesota. This is their president, Michelle Gross. This is what she had to say, a statement that she had to say to the media earlier today. These four, poor families have done everything they can to get that data and the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension has withheld it from them. That, that I, I just, I find that unacceptable. I, I really do. And <laughs> you, you, it's going to be interesting to see the timing of when the BCA is going to actually say something and speak up and say, this is the reason why. Now, now do we think that it could be because of um, maybe a lack of employees or maybe, you know, downsizing the ages. I, I don't know because clearly there, there's got to be – there has to be a comment or some comeback from them about why. But the, There has to be a the, why. There should have been, though, some sort of communication. No question. If there's something going on, say, we've not been able to provide this information because of reasons X, Y, and Z, which, you know, to the family might not be acceptable. Yep. And I understand where the family might not say it. That's, that's nonsense. That's malarkey. But if you are not giving them any sort of communication at all, if you are going radio silent, t- to me, they're, ju- they're just silence. I don't think there's any excuse for that. There's no, no excuse none, for that. No, n- n- none at dead. all. Yeah, n- n- there's, there's no good reason to not give any sort of information at all. Yep. And Michelle Gross, she said that her organization has asked state legislators several times to extend the statute of limitations to six years. Or erase it entirely, but have been unsuccessful with that request. I I side with Miss Gross. Yeah, what she's and, asking and for is not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. Not at all. To to go from three years to six years. That that is not to think that one of these families that was part of this lawsuit earlier today, they're up at the three year um, mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and they still haven't been told anything. That's just not. That's not. It's good. it's it is absolutely one hundred percent unacceptable. Again, if if there are reasons beyond your control 
why you cannot. And I mean, you are a professional organization, right? Like you have an obligation and a responsibility to these families to work with them and and do your job. It's amazing how there are times where obligations can completely be negated for whatever reason. And it, it's it's very frustrating and it's very annoying. Yeah. I, I could not imagine being that family and having to accept that. Like, that's just – it's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, 651-461-9226 if you'd like to react um, to any of this conversation. It is just um, – man, I just it, – it's really – it's tough to 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 to, to hear about this. Well, I mean, here's my question: Like, just hypothetically, why has this why has this suit not been brought earlier? Is there maybe I? Well, I think I think it's. What do you mean? Why hasn't it been? Well, brought I mean, earlier? I, I just. Well, I mean, you got to give it. You got to give some of these things time. Yeah. I, and and I think that the I think that the the reason why it's being brought now is because of the three year situation. Yeah. With that specific family that's been waiting that long and we're up against the statute of limitations, I think that that was one of the more pressing ones out of the four losses. Because of the statute of limitations. I, yeah. I just – that's a tough one, man. Yeah, it it really is. It really is. Yeah. 651-461-9226. Um, when, when we get the BCA commentary on this – I'm going to be really interested in what they have to say. And, and until then, um, I think that this is a story that a lot of people will, will look at and they'll they'll want to just hear the other side. We've heard from the, the, the families and we've heard from the attorney that's representing them with this lawsuit. Now it's not about hearing from them. They've spoken. Yeah. Now it's from the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. Does this force their hand? I mean, d- well, yeah, this... they have to say something. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's okay. a lawsuit now. Yeah, well, I, I mean, that's just where I'm, you know, because sometimes you, you hear these stories where there's this lawsuit that's brought forth and the defendant, you don't you don't hear much from the defendant in something like this. But hopefully this will bring this will raise the profile of it by bringing this lawsuit forward. Yep. All right. Six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to word on the street. That's next year on The Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830-WCCO. It's time for Word on the Street. Word on the Street is going to be a little bit different tonight because mm-hmm. our 830 guest, in-studio guest, attorney Steve Silton, is already in the building. We're going to talk about the Michigan Wolverines football situation, get his perspective on it. He's already here, so he is going to jump in with me and react. Now we got two people reacting to the different pop culture entertainment stories that Chris Tubbs is going to mm. offer up. Are you ready? Are I'm, you ready, I'm Steve? ready. It's so exciting to be in the studio. You're right? back with us. I know yes. it's been a while. Uh, yes. I mean, I, obviously, I've been on a number of times, but being in this studio is like bringing back great memories, and and uh, it's just great to be here. Happy to have you. Yes. All right, let's get into it, man. All right, let's get into it. Well, Steve, we're going uh, to start with a banger here because Cardi B is coming to Will Smith's defense amid a rumor that he had sex with Dwayne Martin, <laughs> one he denies, by the way, and she's also dragging the blogger who aired this laundry. Welcome to the Word on the Street segment, just uh, letting you know. Hey, the rapper hopped on Instagram Live Wednesday night to talk about the story. It's just perfect for an attorney, right? Yeah, we learned this in law school. <laughs> yes. this was, this is a, there's a class on this, actually. Oh, okay. Hey, She doesn't really weigh in on the veracity of the claim. Or what she does is make, uh, she doesn't really mention the allegation itself and that he doesn't deserve this treatment. This is where she lays into the blogger, who's known as Tasha Kay, mm-hmm. the same woman that Cardi B successfully sued for defina- uh, defamation. Successfully. Successfully sued for defamation. So what not did she do? Not easy. So she did it again. Yes. You said not easy. Not easy to sue someone for but def- she, defamation. But she won that case. And this woman, Tasha Kay, yeah. still owes her $3.4 million in the judgment. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to collect that from a blogger for, yes. by the, by the rec, for yep. the record. Yeah, it's particularly hard to sue for defamation for a public figure. So you should worry about that, Henry. Mm, okay. Well, see, right. she, she lays into Tasha for allowing the supposed ex-friend assistant of Will to get on her podcast and make the outlandish sex allegation and says that has to stop stat. Now, for what it's worth, Tasha keeps landing in trouble. This is when you know you've done things wrong is when you get sued by R. Kelly. Now, after Jada... Said uh, she's got a lawsuit coming. Man, she could possibly see herself named as a defendant again. All right, so let me ask you this, because you're a sports and business attorney. Correct. Um, And you're the sports and business attorney for this show specifically. What, this Tasha K person, is there any way that she could be stopped from blogging and doing the – because she's defaming people. Yeah, it's, it, you can't really stop her. You can't get her, you know, force her off. Her keep platform. Her? You can you can keep suing her and and but it's and, not working. She already take, owes like well, three and a half million dollars. Well, Alex Jones is still on the air for God's yeah, sake, right? True. I mean, he's owed owed hundreds of millions of dollars for the Sandy Hook. So uh, how does defamation. it stop then? It it just doesn't. You, you okay. the, in many respects, there's an irony here because Cardi B would like her to become even more famous because if she makes money, Cardi B can levy on those funds. So there's there's. She, in some respect, though Cardi B obviously has plenty of plenty of uh, cheese. Cash, yes, yes, plenty of cheese. <laughs> but she, in many respects, would like her to to be very successful, so she can she can collect some of that money. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's insane. 
Dwayne Johnson is changing his tune after endorsing Joe Biden's 2020 campaign. Instead, he's now distancing himself from POTUS in a very public way, and he did this on Joe Rogan's podcast. Now, The Rock and Rogan were bemoaning the fact that most Americans pick their friends based on a political affiliation these days. But the actor said he doesn't discriminate, and he has Trump-loving pals and friends who support Biden. But when when, uh, Joe asked him if he really does have Biden-backing friends, Dwayne clarified he meant he had buddies loyal to the Democratic Party. Basically, he's no longer aligning himself with Joe Biden's leadership. Now, Dwayne has clearly been making quite the impact in politics, recently divulging on Trevor Noah's Spotify podcast that last year he was approached by several political parties to see if he would run for president. That's following a 2021 poll revealing 46 percent of Americans would vote for him. All right. So there's a couple of things that I have to say about this. First and foremost, me personally, I don't um, look to um, celebrities, athletes, whatever for their endorsement of anybody for who I select as the person I'm going to vote for politically. I just don't do it. Now, I, I know that endorsements do matter to a lot of uh, certain people, whatever. That's not me. I don't care if Kodak Black or Kanye West or, or whoever. I don't I don't care about any, any of that. I'm going to look at the policies and the stances that these people have, and that's what I'm going to decide. So all of this, like celebrity stuff, I'm not going to do. Now, with regards to him saying people – most Americans pick their, pick their friends based on political affiliation. I do think that that is – I think that that is true to a certain degree. And I say to a certain degree, I've always had friends that are independent Republicans and Democrats. The game changer in all of this is Donald Trump. That, that's the game changer. Mm-hmm. That's Trump's changed everything with regards to that. Are there people that have been lifelong Republicans? Absolutely. I've been friends with forever. Do I have friends that have been Democrats forever? Absolutely. Donald Trump, I think, is the game changer in all of this. It's, it's just different. And it's, it's sad. I mean, I'm a lifelong Democrat. And as I say, I live in the house that Republicans built. The vast majority of my clients are Republicans. They know who I am and, and, and what I believe in. And we have robust, historically robust conversations about our different views and how we get Me there. and you have had and, conversations and, and, about friends that we have. A hundred percent. A very good friend, one yes. notable friend we had <laughs> yes. that, that we will not we talk, about talk about that tonight. <laughs> Dude, we don't we don't have enough time. Write for down that. write down the initials. <laughs> no, no, we're not, we're no, not, no, not, no, no, no. We're not so, talking about well, no. we, we, it, it, we, we can almost like have a whole hour on yeah, him to yeah. be totally honest. And, and, and well, now I feel we'll, left we'll, out. We'll, we'll just say he's high profile, <laughs> very high profile. But 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 Donald Trump did make our our country so tribal. Yep. That even some of my Republican friends are frightened to talk about this. We were at a dinner, I'll never forget, and you know, it, my wife and I and my daughter was there. There was a belief that Trump changed everything and that Republicans would never vote for this guy. And this guy is a very reasonable center right business Republican, not a uh, you know a particularly fanatic. And he was very clear he was going to vote for Donald Trump. And it was a it was a weird – and he was very sheepish about it. They mm-hmm. weren't as sheepish about it after they he won. I think a lot of people thought he wasn't going to win. And I do think it's sad. I think that people talking – you know, people spend more time now talking to people they agree with as opposed to people they don't. Now, I want to ask you a question okay. because, you know, you, you say you're generally not persuaded by people in entertainment and sports. How about a guy like Joe Rogan? 
who essentially straddles the line between entertainment and politics. Would he could he persuade you? No, if, if, none of these people can, especially not a podcaster uh, at all. No, no, especially somebody that's like conspiracy theory person. I don't listen to that. He's a complex personality. My son started listening to him about four years ago, and I figured I had to. And you mm-hmm. know what? He's one of the best interviewers I ever heard. His interviews are amazing because he, they're not constricted for time, and he really lets his guests talk no matter what they say. But you're right. He does, particularly in COVID, he, he absolutely went to conspiracy. And I would say my son at one point became more, I hope he's not listening, more <laughs> reticent to get vaccinated, which was not a choice in our house, right? You were going <laughs> to... You were going to get vaccinated. And I yeah. believe it's because of his, you know, listening to And My son's a very, you've met him, is a very level-headed Absolutely. guy. Love level-headed him. guy. But I think, you know, guys like Joe Rogan in particularly, particular who kind of straddle this line between politics and entertainment can be the most compelling persuaders out there. So hold on, hold on. Don't, don't tell me that your son, my guy, asked you for the ivermectin. <laughs> you know, he, he, he did not. <laughs> He did not. He did not. I think he was concerned because, you know, he plays baseball, that that would show up on on one of his drug tests. But but he you know, he definitely believed. uh, And I think listening to particularly Joe Rogan, that that the vaccines weren't as effective as they were. Right. And, uh, you know, again, that's another topic we could spend an hour on because I think the vaccine were pitched as something they weren't. Um, But but obviously, you know, my view is the the vaccines one good thing you can say that Trump did is, you know, fast tracking these vaccines, getting them to the population. I think he, he shortened the the pandemic substantially and, and got us back to in the studio at WCCO radio. So that's that's uh, I have I'm to thank you. him for that. I'm totally with you. All right. Uh, coming up next, we will uh, take a look at the local weather with meteorologist Paul Douglas. But staying in the studio, business and sports attorney Stephen Silton, Cosmo O'Connor. I'm going to talk about this Michigan Wolverines football soccer. We do that next year on The Lake Show. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. News Talk 830 WCCO. Steve Silton in studio. Happy to have him here. Coming off of that fine performance on Word on the Street. I, I love it. that. that was I fun. love it. I, I missed my calling, which is, you know, you kind of calling. a gossip columnist, a Walter, a, a modern day Walter Winchell. I am. How much money would it take for WCCO to uh, to offer you to be the co-host of this show? You know, it, it a lot. It, we can't it, afford. I would do it for we, nothing. We can't afford you. I, you know, we can't afford here's, you. Here's the good thing: you, you, you can have you can have me whenever <laughs> you want for attorney. free. <laughs> you can have me whenever you want for free. How about that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, let's talk about this. This Michigan situation, because it's been talked about for the last month or so, this entire deal with the with the uh, stealing of signs, uh, video stuff. It's just a massive scandal. The individual that involved has since resigned, but Michigan has been embroiled in all this to the point where last Friday, Right before, hours before, they were heading out to Happy Valley to go to play at Penn State. Jim Harbaugh and Michigan find out that the Big Ten is suspending him for three games. And there's a lot of talk about, hey, we're going to, we're not going to, I don't want to say not abide by this, but we're going to, we, 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 well, this was Michigan's stance prior to this. They said, basically, they didn't deny that something happened, they basically were like, well, hold on. Their stance was like, there's other institutions here in this conference 
that are that have done stuff, and we have stuff on them. So if we're gonna open up that box, let's go ahead and open up that box. Which I don't like that reaction because to me that reaction is that yes, we've done something, but we're gonna talk about what everybody else is doing. To me, if anything, the reaction that I would have expected is look. We didn't do what you guys are claiming that we did. And that was not Michigan's reaction. So now let's fast forward. He misses the game last week. They still win because they still dominate Penn State, uh, which I think a lot of people expected. But today, okay, this is the latest. Today, Michigan and Harbaugh agreed to the Big Ten's three-game suspension of the coach. Your thoughts on what transpired today? Yeah, well, they're not particularly good negotiators, right? He suspended him for three games. He agreed to three games. I'm going to quote my good friend and, and sports writer, Ross Bernstein. There's a fine line between gamesmanship and cheating, right? And it's often in the eye of the beholder or in the governing body, in this case, the, the, the NCAA. The interesting thing here is sign stealing is not illegal, right? It is entirely legal and it's entirely appropriate to study game film to determine what signs are what and essentially use that in in your weekly game plan. What is illegal is scouting in yes. person, Yep. right? It is illegal to ha- send someone and scout in person. That had nothing to do with sign stealing, by the way, when this rule was imposed. It, it more had to do with kind of the, you know, the amateur nature of the sports, which you and I have been talking about literally for over a decade. Mm-hmm. But in this case, that is what they got him on, and he has no defense to that. No defense at no, all. No. Because they've got the track record of the, the, the individual traveling, purchasing tickets at all these different so, stadiums. That's just like you're caught red-handed. Yeah, reimbursed by the school. There was no question. It's like most financial crimes are really easy because you just follow the money, <laughs> right? Yes. And the whataboutism, right? I hate the whataboutism arguments on all issues. Yes, right? me too. Right? Because you have to address the the you know the issue at hand, which is did he violate the rules and was it at his direction, right? And is is are they able to prove it in this case? Yes, yes, and yes. So you know it it. It, I'm sure every team attempts to steal signs in the NCAA. There's, there's, winning is too important for them not to do it on a weekly basis to study the film. But you can send people ahead to scout games in person. He did. He got caught. And, you know, it, it should kind of be the end of it. It's, a, it's, it's, it's too obvious. All right. So let me ask you this. It, it's, it's, this is a hard one to answer because you don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I'm going to ask you the question. But, but you know people. Do you think that Michigan is going to try to continue to throw other people under the bus in the conference? Because well, if I'm Michigan, what should happen is, you know what, we'll accept the suspension and we'll just move on with the rest of our lives. You probably should. I mean, the reality is is how, you know, what's his, the Michigan's relation like with Harbaugh? What's the, the AD who's had a prickly relationship with Harbaugh? I mean, Harbaugh is one of the most compelling personalities in the NCAA. I mean, you know. Deion Sanders comes in and kind of, you know, uh, overshadows him. But the reality is without him, he's probably one of the most, certainly the most high-profile coach in the Big Ten. You know, it's like every other year he's either, you know, they're going to give him a lifetime contract or he's, you know, looking to go to the NFL or they're going to fire him. It's, 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 he is a, I think he's likely done at the end of this year. I think he probably moves on to the NFL. You know, what if he, what if he wins a national championship? Then I, he definitely is moving on to the NFL. You definitely think so. If he wins a national championship at Michigan, he's definitely gone. He's gone. He's taken the big money. There's going to be there could be potentially other sanctions or something that comes down the road from somebody that wants to snitch and say something about Michigan. Then Michigan's on the hot seat there, and he's long gone. 
Well, it happens all the time. It's interesting. I do think the NFL, you know, the NCAA has been really more preferable for a lot of coaches over the last 10 years because there's more money in the NCAA because they weren't paying the people who are actually producing the money, the players. That has changed with NIL, and now there's essentially going to be direct payment to players and all this. The reality is that's going to make less money for the coaches, Mm-hmm. Right. So, you you know, and the NFL, who's always paid the, the players because they recognize people who are making the money were professionals. You know, they always had to balance that. So I do think you're right. There's there's going to be more money in the NFL. I mean, it's interesting. Obviously, he was a finalist in the the Vikings, the Vikings job. Yep. Right. And, you know, frankly, there's a lot of, you know, the, the person behind some of the issues with the sign stealing scandal also has a long relationship with the Vikings. Um, good friend of mine, by the way, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Um, uh, and, you know, it's, it's so, you know, he's a, he is a walking soap opera. I don't know which NFL team would want to kind of put themselves through it, right? I mean, I think, you know, he's such a personality that, you know, I don't know if he, in many respects, is calm enough Right. To be able to to handle an NFL job. Do you think that this is the end of the Michigan saga? Do, do you think that do you think that after he serves his suspension that we're done talking about this? Uh, no, because I think, you know, particularly if they win the next two games. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they go into the Big Ten championship. Right. Which and potentially make the uh, college playoffs. Right. It's going to even be more compelling. I mean, his the first moment he walks on the field, that will be a story in itself. I mean, I do think legally we're done when you, you know, and part of part of the reason why Michigan probably did that is just because they see an opportunity for a big year and they don't want it to continue to linger, linger over their coach, because if they don't accept it, they could have extended the, uh, uh, the suspension if they contested it. But, uh, you know, I, yeah, I I. I think legally we're done, but I think obviously this is a big story. Guys like you are going to be talking about this uh, until Michigan loses. Let me ask you this question, and this is totally off topic with regards. This has nothing to do with Michigan, but let's bring it local to the Minnesota Timberwolves. My question is this. Uh, We just saw the suspension of Draymond Green uh, after the incident that occurred a couple of nights ago. Golden State, Minnesota, he's choking out Rudy Gobert. Um, First off, what did you think? Or what is your reaction to the suspension that occurred with Draymond Green of five games and the fine that was put on Rudy? Rudy was fine for basically getting choked. I, I mean, can he? I mean, if I'm him, I'm appealing that because he. I don't think that Rudy Gobert did anything wrong. Yeah. He was playing peacemaker. It, the union's going to defend them both, and and they'll they'll work with the union to make that. I mean, I don't think between you and me. And listen, I think. Draymond Green is a great story. Second-round draft pick mm-hmm. out of Michigan State. Plays hard, right? Does the dirty work. Has turned himself into a, you know, a phenomenal career, right? Um, but, you know, you, you got to let him go, right? If, if you're in a fight like that, these guys know what's going to happen. I don't think five games was enough. You know, okay. I, I, think, I think it, frankly, should have been better. Uh, I mean, bit more. It should have been 10, okay. at least. If, I, if, I, I've talked to other people, too. We had a gentleman on yesterday, an NBA sports reporter for USA Today. He said that he would have thought it would have been between 7 and 10. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you need to 
kind of send a message, right? Listen, Specifically to him yeah, with in, his history. Yeah, and to all players, right? Like, listen, standing up for a guy who's had a hard foul or, or listen, Jaden was being a, playing a little grabby in that in, in the Clay down. started it. Yep, Clay started Yeah, but the, but the reality is you can go and you can even put your hands on someone, but when, when it's time to break it up, yep. right, it, it, there's rules that have essentially been imposed on fighting in the NBA, right? It, it started with the Kermit Washington, Rudy Tomjanovich, right? You can't throw a punch. It kind of evolved in over the years. And now you're allowed to get into a melee if you break up immediately. And he knew that. And, and listen, Rudy did a good job of not escalating it. I, I was surprised because at times he's, I think he's shown to be a little bit of a, a mercurial guy. I got a question for you. So if Cat punches Draymond, in the midst of if, if he's not coming off of Rudy's neck, which he didn't, and he punches Draymond and says, man, get off of him, he doesn't get off of him, and he punches him, how many games do you think he gets? 40. Really? Yeah, I think if you throw and land a punch, it's, you know, and it's amazing, right? Draymond Green obviously was involved in that practice. No, there's incident. no chance he gets 40 games. 40 games. No no chance. To throw 40 a punch, games? Yeah, for, these, for throwing these a punch? Guys, yeah, for sure. Because guys he, throw punches. No, they, when's the last punch you've seen thrown in an NBA game? Rajon Rondo and Chris. Uh, well, we, we see it every year. I can't. I can't remember. Like, I'm not talking about big fights. I'm talking about we see punches thrown. You see, kind of arms what's wailed. Name, what's his name? Threw a punch last year um, from Utah. Jordan Clarkson. He didn't get. He he didn't. He Did it land? Like, Did the punch land? I don't think it landed. Right. I think if a punch lands, right, you're Rajon Rondo punched Chris. Uh, uh, Chris Paul, and he, I think, maybe got two or three games. When was that? Um, it was a few years ago, maybe okay, like so four I, years ago. Okay, so I stand somewhat corrected. Okay. I, just, I don't think of punches. Like, I think they, they throw, you know, these guys. If Most they guys were, are faking it, yeah. Yeah, they're faking it, right? <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're, they're throwing. These, these guys are world-class athletes. If they mm-hmm. wanted to land a punch, they would land a punch. And I don't, you know, I, I would like to know. Someone out there, the last punch that really landed. Listen, if these guys land a punch, a guy's a guy's going to be unconscious. One punch with a uh, uh, ungloved fist, you know, you could kill someone. I mean, literally, you know, it, yeah. it happens. Yeah, no, I'm with you. A uh, a real quick. Oh, it was it was two, yeah, it was a few, 2018 October 21st 2018. Paul and Rondo. Okay. That's when it occurred. So Can we put the video up about five years ago. Can we put the video up? Joe Rogan's guy would have the video up right away. <laughs> we don't. Have, we can't do that right here. Oh. You, don't, you don't have a monitor in front of you. I know. <laughs> I wish you did. Right. I. I... Hey, so so one thing before we let you go that we have to get. What into. if I don't leave? Oh, you want to stay for one more segment? I mean, we only got one more segment left in the show. Do you want to stay? Yeah, I don't know like, to go. It's like a. a just 10 more minutes? Yeah, sure. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, My Steve, wife's out of town. I got nowhere to go. See, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. Look, he's, just, he's like, I got freedom. I got he's freedom. squatting, Lake. <laughs> final segment of The Lake Show coming up next with Steve Silver. All right, the final segment here of The Lake Show, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm showing Steve Silton how I finish off the show every single night with some Miles Davis. You talk over it. You enjoy the final few minutes of the show. I know that you love some some good jazz. Yeah, right? I love good jazz. I, I'm not 100 percent sure I like how you've dimmed the lights and lit, lit the candles, oh Henry. You don't like the way it smells in here. Yeah, Come it's on, nice. Man. It's nice. Come on. All right. So, couple things I want to get to. Uh, there is news with the National Football League is Thursday night football. Currently, the Ravens lead the Bengals 14 to 10. But the big news is there's two big injuries. So Mark Andrews was knocked out of this game in the first quarter. With the knee injury, could it sounds like a knee 
He couldn't put any weight on his on his on on his leg, so he is out. He's on cru- he, immediately. They put him on crutches. So Mark Andrews, one of the top five tight ends in the league, out of this game for the Baltimore Ravens. On the flip side, for Cincinnati, an even bigger injury. Joe Burrow, it sounds like, is out. Jake Browning is quarterbacking. Yeah, Former Viking, Jake Browning. Yeah, I feel like a decade ago he was with the Vikings. Like it's like a it's to be a backup quarterback for that type of career, right? To show up now and now he's playing in the NFL. You know, it's in a primetime game. That's crazy. Well, I think you have to have the same initials JB to be the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals, I think I think that's kind of a prerequisite. Yeah. All right. So so let's mention our friend. Mr. FEMA. David FEMA. Okay, David FEMA is going to be on the runway. The, what, what, is, it, is it a runway? That's what yeah, it we is call a, the runway. Yes, it is a runway because, as as I was telling you before. You've done this before for I, Fashion I did Fest. this. I did this for Fashion Fest last year. I agreed to it never having been there and really understanding that I would have to walk the runway like a model. All right, so, so what people need to know is Fashion Fest is taking place tomorrow. It is benefiting. It's a fashion show. It benefits Masonic Children's Hospital, of which everybody knows that I have um, a connection to. With my contributions, I got a you know the uh, the um, the ice cream that gives back to the hospital. I've been supporting the hospital going on now. I want to say almost uh, I was about thirteen years. Okay, my connection to the to the hospital. But this is the thing: I have been asked to be a part of the Fashion Fest. I'm not going to do it. I'm not a model. I don't want that type of attention. You actually did it. David FEMA's going to do it tomorrow. I think that Jeremy Sutherland's done it before. Like they, they've got a good group of people that do it. I, it's not my thing. Yeah. Listen, you have way better did judgment. You, you enjoyed it. I you, you, no, I did not. <laughs> you have way better judgment than me, right? You mentioned guys like Justin Sutherland. Like The room is full of guys who look like Justin Father, Sutherland. Tony Sane, you, yep. know, you know, all these guys. Uh, Blake Hoffarber, like, you know, great. Guys, really tall, good-looking guys, right? And I think I look like that in my mind. <laughs> but but when I when I see myself on pictures next to them, right? I I you know look like a guy who kind of snuck on, right? Okay. Like you know, and they were just going to let him run in, as opposed to just like you got the last minute invite, basically. You no, know, like literally, I was uninvited and just. <laughs> Walked on. You, you crashed know, the party. I crashed the party. I but it you. was, it was, I did it because I, I was a part of, a, and I still am a part of a program with Rashini Rajkumar, right? Mm-hmm. Who, yep. who I think is sometimes uh, filling in. They used to be, yeah, used used to be, be on, yep. a part of WCCO, yeah. Right. She's, she's got a, a, a podcast called The Crisis Squad, which I've been a constant contributor, contributor on. And she, the whole Crisis Squad was on it. Now, as you know, Rashini, beautiful woman, right? Used to do television, right? There was Jen Hellman from Goff Public, another beautiful woman. And there was a guy named Abdul Amram. Oh, it's a good-looking crowd. It's a good-looking crowd. And then there was me. Yeah, I'm, 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 not, I'm not attractive enough. You are, you are plenty attractive, Henry. But David Fema is walking tomorrow. I know. David Fema, also very good-looking guy. He's going to be great. Is this the type of music? Yes, literally, they play music as you walk down the runway. So, so now, now, be honest. Did, did you? Was there any? Did you trip? Did you stumble? Was there? I know there had to be nerves because there's a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. How, how nervous were you? Be honest. Horribly nervous. <laughs> 
I and like been, I would have been sweating through my clothes and unbelievably self conscious because I oh, thought God. I thought we were just going to be there. I thought we were going to do like maybe they'd take a picture of us. No, four of it's us. like a real thing. Yeah, it's well, like a real show. I probably should have gone to it first. You know, you would do much better than me. No. You would be good, Henry. No, it, no. I can see you catwalking, Lake. No, it's yeah, I don't you. I totally agree. Don't you think? I'm I mean, good. I could I could see you. Yes. Yeah. No. It's well, it's. It's so it's, I'll go and participate and support and, and watch the models. But being a model, no, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, the room was filled. Daryl Thompson was was in it. Like all DT? these super, you know, he's super fit, super good fit. looking dude. Still looks like he could still, still run play. onto a football field. Right. I, I say that to him all the time. Yeah. I mean, it was it was it was, it, you know, I'm, you know what? In many respects, as you know, I like experiences. I'm glad I did it. Yep. Right. I will never, ever do it again, um, though I, I love the University of Minnesota, as you do, and, and they're truly one of my favorite charities. And You, you know, can mark that down as something that you did in your life. You were a model. I was a model, yeah. I was a model. For one night, you were a model. <laughs> that, was a, that was for one night. Have, have, you, ever, have you ever acted? Um, in, in college, right? You did. Yeah, I did. Um, and uh, I enjoyed that, right? I, I, I enjoyed, I did a lot of comedy-type type plays, and... And did one Anton? I did the cherry tree Anton Chekhov, right? It was a yeah, that was uh, that was fun, that was fun. I you know stage, stage. Oh oh my god, I'm too sexy. Yes, this See? is this is what plays in my head like <laughs> all day long. This is what I think of when I'm when I'm working on the business deals. This is this is my uh, my my theme. Oh man. I don't know if Fima's listening, but I told him we were going to talk about him. I told him I had dinner at Maison Margot, who, if anyone hasn't been there, is truly the, the most exciting new restaurant in the Twin Cities. And, and uh, uh, I told him we were going to be talking about this tonight. So, uh, so I do hope he's listening because he is, he is acting like he got bullied into this. Now, anyone who knows David, David's a good-looking guy. Good-looking guy, super fashionable. Yes. Like, he's the man. Yeah, he, he – you know, and his wife Lori, right at the University of Minnesota, was uh, on the dance team and was a professional model for a time. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a good, that's a good looking family right there. It is a good looking. Those are good genes. Very very good genes. Hey, um, thank you so much for being here, man. I I appreciate it. this has been fun. I thought we were going to get a segment in studio with Steven Silton. Everybody's been blessed to have forty. Mark it down forty minutes of Steve Silton in studio. I had so much fun. This is I just like being back. It's it's hard to do radio remotely. I know a lot of radio is done remotely nowadays. Yeah. It's really much better to be here. I'll be here every time I'm in town, I'll come into the studio. Let's That's do it. my commitment to you. Let's do it. Let's 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 do it. Uh by the way, real quick in closing, because I'm gonna hustle home and watch the rest of this Gopher Missouri game. Gophers leading thirty eight thirty two. Come on, Ben Johnson. We need the Oh, I forgot. We got a Mizzou fan in the house. No, I You're going down tonight. No, my my lips were a little pursed. Go go for Sky Yuma. You take that. Christopher I, Tubbs. I think they're a volleyball school now. A for uh, Steve Silton and for Matthew Collar, Purple Insider. This has been the Lake Show. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. We got special programming at six o'clock. I will join you guys tomorrow at seven. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 